0: back to the Mate How Good Words podcast with me, Josh. Me, Donno. <laughs>
1: what? <laughs> I, was I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't expecting the burp. It was like an, a roar into my ears. Great
0: start. That's burps-pect, baby. Welcome back to the Mate How Good Words podcast. We are doing, uh, we are on to another player podcast um, and you'll obviously know who it is from the title and I make that same comment and same joke every single week. It's um, <laughs> still fresh. It's <laughs> still fresh. Um... So what we're what we what we're doing this week is obviously as you listen to this um, this Friday we will be we're, we're heading into the return of the Champions League next week. So what we decided to do is we decided to focus on somebody who um, I'm going to say is a little bit of like a a forgotten under well maybe underrated maybe overrated king of the Champions League someone who thrived king? and lived off that confidence. Comp- <laughs> not 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 the ki- not, no no not king is in like the only king, but someone who thrived and i find the duke of it who thrived and loved the competition um and someone who i feel like maybe if you were of a similar age to us you might have thought well quite shit but we're, we're going to discuss that in uh, a lot more detail today because i think we know that he definitely isn't um i've basically just summed up the whole podcast if you want to stop listening here turn off say yeah cheers lads thank you for socials are um but in today's podcast, we are going to be asking the question on answering the question, mate, How good was Fernando Morientes? What are we thinking, Dono? Um, player.
1: I'm not going to say I'm not going to give you my verdict on him, but he was a player. Um, my, <laughs> I'm only saying that now because I've gone back and watched a lot of his pre-Liverpool footage and is a very different player in Spain than the player that we saw in the Premier League which is um which is which is it's a shame really because reading the back on his career I do feel really sorry for him but also it's the nature of 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 the sport um I I won't go any further than that but um yeah he definitely he definitely was a he definitely was a player
0: yeah and and like I said at the beginning I think feel feel a similar uh, similar age to us when he when we were like late primary school early secondary school he was Liverpool striker and was quite crap without ruining that part too much but he wasn't he was quite he was crap so he I kind of thought crap, oh yeah. he must have just been yeah I he he must have just been crap because he Morientes is sort of of that Morientes is sort of of that quality or category of player that you wouldn't say is like top and you wouldn't have looked into like them as top players. So like, um, I don't know, there there, there will be examples. I'll give you an example. Edgar Davids when he was at Tottenham wasn't great, right? Wasn't wasn't great when he was at Tottenham, but also Edgar Davids, but you also kind of knew even at that age, because it's a similar sort of time, you knew that Edgar Davids was a top player and you kind of go, all right, fair enough, I accept that. And I would look into that in later life. Whereas Morientes, I wouldn't have known that he was I wouldn't know when he was a great player at any point before. Um, so just kind of always thought he was quite crap, which as we were finding out, he isn't. But before we do any of that, let's hear his tale of the tape. I can't wait. you oh. actually text me. You've texted me to say, you text me to say this tale of the tape is good. So, oh. I, and also I'm going to say his first two clubs you, you've been duo, you have been doing. Me and you are doing the Duolingo friend quests at the moment, right? <laughs> and you've been doing. You've been doing the Spanish. I've been doing the German, and I, these are. I'm going to tell you now. These first two aren't the easiest of words to pronounce. So I want to. He- I want to hear them in the. I want to hear them in the Spanish accent. Don't get nervous. I don't don't,
1: you don't laugh. Don't laugh. Okay, the tale of the tape. Fernando Moriente Sanchez. The Machete of Albacete. The Prisoner of the Bernabeu. Del Bosque's Bad Boy of the Bench. (laughs) The Toothless Scouser. What's the matter, Fernando? Deschamps, more like these nuts. The Goat of Santa Ana. And the Son of Fieros. Fernando Morientes.
0: Fucking hell, it sounds like it's a
1: film. Fernando starts his career at, arguably, the best crash in Spain, home of a young Iniesta Albacete.
0: Yeah, well done, well played, yeah. very well played.
1: Very well, well played. played, okay. One nil. Well <clears throat> Before making the move to the seventh biggest club in Spain, making up 2.7% of the population, Zaragotha.
0: <laughs> yeah, nice. Zaragotha. Zaragotha is like Mike Tyson's dream or Mike Tyson's nightmare of a place to pronounce, because it's Tharagotha is proper. Uh, f- <laughs> Mike Tyson loved playing Theragotha. Yeah, proper. <laughs> well that's tight. Um shout
1: out to speech impediments. Um <laughs> 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 Obviously I a great time in Zaragoza Tharagotha um before making the move to Jude Bellingham's playground, Real Madrid. <laughs> we'll probably say is his best, the best time in his career. Should, should we? we oh, I'll probably say that. Yeah, hundred um, percent, no question. Before falling out with his with his good friend uh, Del Bosque, um, and making a short stint in um, arguably the most expensive place to live, um, and arguably the second biggest city state, um, Monaco. What's number one? Uh, Singapore. So it's not oh, arguable. Nice. It's a, it's actually a fact. Yeah, um, yeah,
0: fact. Yeah, wow, I like that. So great factually,
1: fact. great fact. Um, so yeah, has as as a short stint in Monaco <coughs> before moving to the Premier League winners, January twenty twenty four, Liverpool. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> it <that> was coming. <laughs> it still hits so well. I knew such it was coming. But it was still so fucking such good. a good guy. Um where yeah, not the best of time before then, return to Spain uh, the City of Arts and Sciences, Valencia. Um, again, mm, we'll we'll go through We'll go through his time in Valencia. Um, decides I've had enough of this. I fancy a bit of a bit of France. Um, where he moves to unequivocally the biggest club in France, Marseille. Ooh.
0: Oh, that Unequivocally. Gr- fuck, you are on fire. I know. Keep going. I wrote this down. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs>
1: and then he decides I'm done with I'm done with professional football for now. Gives it 5 years before moving to <laughs> Deportivo Asociacion De Vinos Ven- <laughs> Santa Ana, Unequivocally, the biggest club in the fourth tier of Spain. <laughs> mm.
0: Uh, And then he hangs his boots up there I unequivocally say that I like everything you've just said And unequivocally you were spot on with all of it That was, that was, that was That was your, last week was good You've set a level now. This is, what, uh, this is what I was worried about. This could be time consuming. Mate, mate, like last week was a taster. Last week was when you go past and you just have a little nibble and you go, oh, that was nice. And then this week was a a, a meal, a three-course meal, and it was free. No one pays. <laughs> no one pays to listen to this. It is free. They got a free, 3 course meal. So now next week. Your father-in-law be expect- paid for it. They're going to be expecting a win-win situation. (laughs) They're going to be expecting another... (laughs) (laughs) They're going to be expecting another free meal. Yeah, get that silver spoon and put it in here, big boy. (laughs) Right, Fernando Morientes Sanchez. Now, uh, just before we go into the football side of stuff, just because if you actually can't see our names on this, so we we're just such random random kooky funny guys that we always just put names on. So we're actually talking about Duolingo earlier. So I put my name as Duolingo's daddy, and Dono's put his as Duolipa. So just but just as a as a Spanish practice, Dono, where was he born? Um,
1: sorry, let me just get my stats up. <laughs> Because I need to know how many appearances. Op- opens he made up Wikipedia. Starts, yeah? <laughs> Wait, is
0: this
1: where is this where we were talking about earlier? Yeah,
0: yeah what on. we were talking about Hold earlier. On.
1: I actually wrote it down. How you should pronounce it, um, fieros.
0: Oh, yeah. oh! and that was Back the make the our there. good boys podcast. <laughs> change change the title from mate how good was how good was Morientes to mate how good was Dono Spanish (laughs) and how good and how good was Dono's tail of the tape right let's get into it let's get into it then so mate how good was Fernando Morientes first things first Albacete I have zero recollection of ever being in La Liga do you are they a club you've ever heard of like them they also didn't have I'm also going to say they didn't have particularly standout kits or anything like that so I kind of feel like it's a bit they're a bit um
1: i only asso- i only ever associate them with um iniesta i remember because i've because i've read his book i do read um i read his book and he said that's where that's where he came through um i remember them from like i think it must have been like early 2000s fifa they must have been in the premier league then uh, premier league in la liga then um but only only from playing 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 um from fifa yeah
0: just weird they're not a, they're not a club that i feel like i would link with ever being in the in the spanish league but anyway we'll kind of just sort of drift over that because we know we're not here to talk about albacete we're here to get to the we're here to get to the meat we're currently sort of eating the breadsticks we're just about to go into our starter which is his trip to or his trip to is joining with zaragoza or zaragoza let's stop being pretentious here zaragoza um where he starts to make a name for himself while he's playing in Zaragoza Um, he was partnered he played up top with Danny I feel like Danny is Danny I don't know if this is the same Danny that I always think of Danny's a bit of a legend someone who just seems to have floated around a lot of big clubs Um, he was ex-Real Madrid I'm pretty convinced Danny spent some time at Barcelona as well he did Um, yeah he did spend some time at Barcelona and they played um, they played together for Zaragoza I feel like that's for like a mid to higher tier um La Liga side having a round two Real Madrid graduates one that's going to move on to Barcelona one that's going to move on to Real Madrid is a it's about as good as you can get in that
1: mm, yeah he was only on loan at Zaragoza when he played with him as well he was on loan from from um, Real Madrid um but yeah he does eventually go on to play for Barcelona not um, not not the best of goal scorers Danny but um Fernando made up for that for him
0: yeah get up there Fernando also Like if you were do you think if you were like Spanish or Brazilian, do you think you would just have your first name or just like would you just have your first name as your name on the back of your shirt? Or no, you would have to be Dono. You couldn't be anyone else (laughs) other than Dono. (laughs) That would look sick on the back of a shirt, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. Number four, Dono. (laughs) Everyone else has got their full last name, but you don't.
1: I'm gonna gonna start putting that on the back of my villa shirts. Imagine a thirty year old man walking down the street with his name. (laughs) even his name his nickname on the back of his shirt oh, to be fair
0: i bought you to be fair i bought you uh do you remember i bought you that celtic shirt <laughs> that celtic shirt that, uh, that has horny 247 on the back of it <laughs>
1: <laughs> so many times i wanted to wear that to, to five a side, and i was like so close to wearing it for there's people you know when you're waiting to get on the pitch I was thinking imagine someone's like just like says to me like what what, what's that about and I've got to stand there and explain it to him, like someone I don't even know or barely know yeah I, that just filled me with dread so I was just like nah I can't I haven't got, I haven't got the balls to, to to wear that so I think it's actually in the loft
0: if you played anyone in any form of competitive football they were like, <laughs> We're gonna fucking snap him over there, that's fucking horny two hundred and forty seven Idiots probably didn't even understand this twenty four seven, but <laughs> why the fuck's you got three numbers on the back of his fucking shirt? <laughs> <laughs> he's horny all the time, duh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck me. Right, anyway. We've drifted a little bit. Um, so going, coming back to Zaragoza, I feel like Zaragoza are one of those clubs that used like in and around this type period in time. They were pretty big. They were they were bigger then than they are now. Zaragoza is sort of like a, at this point I would say a, almost like a what I would deem like West Ham, Newcastle, Villa of like modern <laughs> days. Like that's like as in big clubs, but they're ne- they're not the big boys. Well, Villa obviously. Villa obviously maybe a bit but they are a big club. I remember him for like um the Molitos. That's what I remember him for. Yeah. They also that's where um Ander Herrera started his career as well. Mm. Um They're quite a few good players. Club. Um Pablo yeah. Aymar played there. Pablo Aymar played for Zaragoza Mm hmm,
1: yeah. yeah. I think wow, he only sick. played I think he played a few games, but yeah, he played there. Um who else? There was another good one. Cafu. Cafu played there. David Villa.
0: David Villa.
1: Yeah, David Villa. Hold on a second, whoa, whoa, whoa. Cafu? As in Cafu. Yes, Cafu. Cafu played yep. I'll tell you how many appearances he made for them. I One can't second, wait. just firing his Wikipedia real quick. Uh <laughs>
0: sixteen. Oh, nice. They also had um they also had Big Gus Poyet as well. Do you remember when Gus Poyet got sacked live on TV? He found out on TV <laughs> that he got sacked. <laughs> <laughs> fucking gutted, man. That's awful. Um, yeah, that's horrible. That. Yeah, they had loads of good players. As well, shout out Zara Goffa But one of the we're here to talk about one of their good players <laughs> rather than talk about horny t-shirts and I'm um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, don't, mate. We'll come back to it in a second. But Shinji Kagawa, as a footballer, I was I was so excited when he signed. But Shinji Kagara as a footballer had a weird knack where he couldn't kick a ball hard. He never kicked... <laughs> Every one of his goals was a light touch. Everything was a feather touch. Or If he could kick a card, he decided never to. But he was he was so class. Not for us, but class for everyone else. Anyway, textbook. So back to Big Fernando. So Big Fernando's at Zaragoza, he's smashing it. He's gone and got himself 13-29 first season, 15-37 the second season. He's what? He's 23 years old and then that's the time for the big move, isn't it? 23 Mm -hmm. years old, you've just got nearly 30 goals in two seasons. That's time for a big move to a big club that maybe aren't having the best of times, but are not having bad times at all.
1: Nah, this is pre-Galactico, isn't it?
0: Yeah. This is... Yeah, this is so we spoke about it in a previous podcast the Galactico era sort of starts as and when Redondo leaves not the Redondo's the trigger for it happening but basically 2000-2001 is sort of the last real season that it's um, the last real season where it's not Galactico then it turns Galactico 2001-2002 so I also think as well that's probably why Morientes doesn't come up in a lot of people's thoughts and stuff like that but before we go on to Real Madrid, I just want to talk about Morientes as a player a little bit more. If that's uh, if, if that's all right with you, yeah, I think that's <laughs> what we're here for, mate. <laughs> I don't know why, mate. I've literally crumbled. Then what it's about a like person? <laughs> like, it's like it's, mate. I've I've crumbled. Then like you're speaking. You know when you were like in like year nine or year ten, and you speak to the fit girl from the year above. That was me trying to talk oh, yeah. to you then. Can we talk about him? Like proper breathe in. Like fucking Stevie like Stevie from Malcolm in the Middle. Um. So as a player, Morientes was... Morientes probably wasn't the most um, proficient in terms of the amount of goals he scored. Like if you look at his record, there are times where he's he scores a lot of goals. There are times where he scores not quite as many goals. One thing he was though was he was fucking massive in the air, wouldn't he? But not yeah. the tallest guy. He scored a lot of headers. Salmon. Yeah. Do you think that? Do you think that Morientes is one of those type of players that you would, you would enjoy having in your team? Because my first thought process was, yeah. My first thought process was, that what, this a type fan. of player is someone I'd like. Yeah, someone that <laughs> as like opposed my, to a player, my club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah as, um, as a fan. Yeah,
1: I think so. He's he's. Yeah, he's quite like when I was watching when I was watching some of the goals none of them are really like a, a few of them are quite are, are good goals but like a lot of them are nothing spectacular but the way he plays is quite um he kind of reminded me a little bit of Berbatov like the way he like on the ball he like kind of like glides he's good in the air but like he wasn't he wasn't he wasn't massive he's quite lean an elegant footballer um not as technically gifted as as Berbatov. I'm not saying that. Didn't score as amazing great goals as Berbatov did, but it just kind of reminded me like very similar sort of sort of player. Um,
0: Wasn't yeah, he blessed with he, pace either. Was he? No, but was a was very good slow. strike partner. Yeah, that's yeah, and and I think when we when we'll come on to talk about it a little bit more, but I feel like Morientes was in the right era. He was he played football in the right era and was brought in in the right era. Do you know what I mean? Like as in how how often two up top isn't the isn't, well weirdly it's actually coming a little bit more back into fashion but he is a two up top striker isn't he he's not like a he's not someone who I would want to play by themselves um, he's a because I also pro feel Evo like just from, SS yeah I also feel like, <laughs> I also feel like when you look at his goals as well like he's on the shoulder a lot or he's waiting for something to come in a lot it's not a case of I mean look we, we don't get we, we don't we don't sit here and watch ninety minute games of him to be to be able to sell exactly the type of player he is. But I can't imagine he was someone that you'd lump the ball up to, he'd hold it up and bring other people into play that much. No. No, definitely not. Yeah, and th- and that's where that's where someone like him maybe is a bit of like a is a bit of a is a bit of an enigma because usually you think of those strikers that play on the shoulder that are um not very technical. Usually not not the most technical, pretty quick and like ruthless. Whereas He's he he plays. I would say he looks like someone who plays more on the shoulder, but he is quite technical. I would say he's really technical. He's intricate in and around the box, box. like he, he he got a good amount of assists in his career. He's intricate in and around the box, but he's not lethal. So he's great for he's great to have alongside somebody else, like you said. Um, he probably would have played now though,
1: like but he would he probably would have been like a false nine kind of player, bringing yeah. like wide players into the game. I think
0: he would have. Yeah, he, I could have see. I could see him doing that yeah agreed um, yeah agreed I think yeah I think he's he's suited probably more to a two but I would agree that he could do it now but this is this is us discussing someone who stopped hung up his boots eight years ago and stopped playing really a good standard well not stopped playing good standard of football in 2009 so let's um let's let's go back to where he let's go back to where he was in his career so he, he was at Zaragoza he's only he made his move from Zaragoza to Real Madrid now Real Madrid uh, Real Madrid's a tough Real Madrid's a it's a good move for them. Twenty-three million for him is a good move for them. But it gives me like you know when Real Madrid in like the late two thousands when they had the Galacticos money and they were just like um They were buying like all of the best players in Spain, but people that probably weren't good enough for them. So I remember mm. they bought like Pedro Leon, they bought Esteban they had Est- I can't remember if they bought or had Esteban Granero, Sergio Canales, um mm. And like those type of players that were really good, like like the best in Spain, but probably not good enough for them. I had a feeling, like when I was reading through this, I was like, I bet the perception of him was relatively similar to that at the time. Because there was, because um, mijatovic Predrag mijatovic was up front, um, obviously absolute goal scorer at Valencia that then went to um, Real Madrid, and Davos Suka was there as well, who you previously slagged off and said, Look how shit his pass was while he was at Arsenal, um, who came second <laughs> in the Ballon d'Or once. Um, who just who had just scored a, who had just scored a shitload of goals for um for Sevilla before making his move across. And at the same time that he's there
1: The pass is bad there.
0: A pass is shit. And at the same time that he's there, there's a young Spanish lad um, who I think and I could be wrong here, went on to make quite a few appearances for Real Madrid by the name of Raul who was starting to make his name yeah I think Raul um, he might have made a few somewhere around sort of um, 600 odd Um, Mm. so yeah just a few but they're all coming through at the same time Um, Raul and Morientes though is a duo right Raul and Morientes is a duo that is that is something that is something that your sister's got her posters up on her wall of what a gorgeous pair of boys (laughs) they are brothers yeah
1: quintessentially Spanish we might say
0: super Spanish super handsome I would have pictures of them on my wall pair of handsome lovely boys Um, (laughs) pair of handsome lovely boys (laughs) right so anyway moving on Ah! so he um, but in that first season when he comes in the expectations obviously he's not going to play that much he actually plays 33 times in the league for him. so like fair play Um, anything else Happen that year or anything, um,
1: no- something like I think they won the Champions League,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, Fernando Morientes wins the Champions League in a gorgeous. Ooh, oh, my god, my voice got a little bit sexy then in a gorgeous kit, gorgeous kit, mate. The 97 98 shirt, which. We can honourable mention now because it doesn't come in our top three, but we still have to say it is a gorgeous kit. He wins it in that Kelme kit. You know the one.
1: Donned by Redondo.
0: Yeah, donned by Redondo as well. Redondon by Redondo. Uh, And there's a Burt for you. Um, And the Real Madrid 97-98 home shirt, absolute stunner. The Real Madrid 97-98 third shirt, again, is an absolute stunner, but one that doesn't feature. But um, he wins it, donning that amazing shirt. So after that first season, everyone's kind of like, oh, I wonder if this lad's good enough for it. Second season, takes the arse, rattles it off. Absolutely smashes it the second season. Although, although in Europe, Real Madrid actually don't have a particularly, as successful a time the following season, 98, 99 season. Um, Yeah, not quite as successful. Um, Oh wait, yeah, they do. Hold on a second, I've got myself confused there. Uh sorry. What Jeff, You might have to edit this bit. When you listen to this, you are gonna have to edit this bit. Yeah, sorry. All right, let me come back. The second season, they do not win the Champions League. But he has yeah. an, he has an incredibly successful season where he scores uh he scores nineteen goals in the league and gets twenty five across all comps. Doesn't score any in the Champions League though. Unlike him. Very not unlike ideal. him, isn't it?
1: Yeah, for a cult Champions League player, no goals in a, in a campaign,
0: not ideal. Yeah. Um, and it almost feels like when, when we talk about Morientes, even though his goal record isn't... His goal record, when you actually put it back on paper in the Champions League, isn't that high? He scored 33 Champions League goals in just around... around I think it's 93 games or just over 90 games. But he's a scorer of big goals in the Champions League, isn't he? Not great, exactly. but big goals in the Champions League. That's the kind of players we
1: like. The, the players that score... A scorer of... <laughs>
0: great no what was it oh, big oh goals a scorer yeah. of big goals instead of a big goal scorer
1: oh yes not great goals as in like aesthetically great goals but goals important goals
0: yeah yeah i feel like big there's a better word than big for this isn't there
1: yeah we're not quite hitting the nail it's not quite quenching my first
0: no me neither i'm Still a little bit thirsty for it, and also having to I also I'm thinking about it in my head then when I diet myself, and that's a little bit rent free. But we'll move past it. We'll move past it. Um, scores a lot of goals for Real Madrid, and essentially sort of starts to kick all of those other strikers out of the door a little bit because Fernando has gone. You not need to fuck off. I'm in town, baby. So, nets is nineteen. Nets is nineteen goals in the following season, and then ninety nine two thousand season. He's done it again. That (laughs) fucking little bastard. (laughs) Goes and wins the Champions League again, which is what I was trying to say the first time. He wins the Champions League again and he does it by beating Valencia. Does it by beating Valencia, who obviously goes back to play for a later point in his career. But I feel like we just need to stop on that second. How good were Valencia at one point? madness in it.
1: Oh yeah, really good, but they were very bad in that final. If you watch it back, they were they were the occasion got to them. They had a very good team. Um to get to the final was a massive achievement, but Real Madrid just blew them away in the final, beating 3-0. Um Morientes scores quite a nice goal in the final as well, little header at the back post, and the celebration. The European celebration where he's just running around with his arms open in the middle of the pitch cuz the, no, 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 no one ever does that in England no one runs to the middle of the pitch with their arms out it's always runs towards the crowd it's the corner
0: flag but yeah brilliant
1: brilliant I'm brilliant. Oh,
0: I'm brilliant. also I'm also going to say I think that one of one genuinely one of the reasons that I wanted to start this podcast again was because the, I love I love players who do those celebrations like the big open arms it doesn't the big open arms is not choreographed it's like shit I'm so happy I don't know what to do yeah and that that's what he did I I, I do I do like a big knee slide towards the crowds I'd say that's probably my, my favorite is the open arms and the big knee slide but he the oh just the big open arms European celebration is great and with this one which will get mentioned later in the podcast he is wearing a uh, an absolute stone-cold stunner of a kit in this one and he arguably top three Arguably top three. Well, we we will see later on whether it, whether it quite makes the cut or not. But arguably, one of the top three kits of all time. Um. Two thousand two thousand and one. Not his best season. Uh, he is injured. He's injured for us. He spends a lot of it injured. So for him personally, not the greatest season. He only nets 10 goals across all comps. Obviously four of those in the Champions League. Um, but he wins La Liga. So it's sort of like a, a mix of, yeah, this is this is um, good, not good, probably. I won but at what cost? Yeah, I've won but at what cost. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, Perfect. Well, um, I explained. Following season following season you're joking not another one he wins the champions (laughs) league again he wins the champions league again in in the um in the 2001 2002 season um shortly after the departure of redondo um and this is this i would probably say for him is probably his best individual season because he has a group well his best overall season because he has individually a great season but also the club are really successful on the pitch and win the and win the champions league um and then this is the really interesting part, I think. So obviously he's won the Champions League three times. He nets eighteen goals that season as well. This is where it's really interesting. I'm really glad that you mentioned it earlier. This is where the Galactico side of stuff sort of starts, like kicking in a little bit, doesn't it? Mm, yeah, he's kind of a. I think his his career at Madrid is kind of a
1: victim of his own success. Um, obviously they win another Champions League, and I'm not entirely sure if this is correct, but this is where. Perez, is it Perez? I can't remember his name. Yeah, it's Perez. This is where he's yeah, elected, Perez. and then um, you start to see the arrival of the Galacticos and the kind of players like Morientes that aren't—they're not Galactico names. I mean, they start to be—they start to be kind of phased out. Um, but he's not a player to 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 be to take being phased out kindly, is
0: he? No, and I think as well what the difficulty is for Morientes at this time is he he will never he won't be the poster boy for like the kid from the academy because Raul's there and Raul is better than Morientes like that Raul is better than Morientes mm, and is yeah. young younger at this point as well and just probably worth more to the club so he they, they want to go by the superstars but I also think that yes you might want a superstar but you can also understand that you do want to keep some academy products around but he is not quite there which must be really tough to take, considering he was he was third top scorer in the league that year. He's just won the Champions League. He's had the best individual career of his season, and then he basically basically he gets binned off for Ronaldo. I mean, not as much as that, but he basically gets <laughs> binned off. I mean, yeah. Oh, I, look if if you if I'm Real Madrid <laughs> and I'm going Ronaldo and Ronaldo, a bit ruthless or Morientes and sentimental. <laughs> see you later, Fernando, you're off, son. Like Ronaldo every day of the week. But for him personally, it's got to be tough to take. He actually took it so hard that he tried to force through a move at that point to Barcelona. When Ronaldo arrived, he tried to force through a move to Barcelona. 22 million euro deal was agreed. So that Barcelona were getting a pretty fucking penny for him as well. Um, probably in some form of retaliation to what had happened with Figo only a couple of years before. Um, but it, his wage demands were too high, so it didn't end up happening. Um, so the, that following season, he he plays sparsely. He gets ninety, he plays nineteen games in the league, five goals, and a lot of those substitute appearances. So, not his greatest season. So he thinks, I'm gonna go out on loan. That's what his thought process <laughs> is because I'm gonna go out on loan. Mm, I, I, I'm the king of the cha- I'm the I'm the fake king of the Champions League. <laughs> I've got a lot of money. I've got high wage demands. I don't know if I want to play for another big team in Spain. Hmm, who should I go and play for? I'm gonna go and play f- for Monaco. So he makes the deal and moves to Monaco. Right, and this is where things just get a little bit weird, don't they? Things just get a bit weird. I, I, I like good but weird at Monaco. So Monaco in the league, we'll, we'll, I will just fuck the league. They score ten. In, he scores ten in twenty-eight. Don't care. But in the Champions League, mm. in the Champions League. Fernando Morientes, it's like he's drank a Red Bull before he goes into the Champions League. He's not taking the piss <laughs> when he's there, is he? Fernando nah, Morientes, that music. mate, he, he's like you know. Some people have their songs they listen to before games. He listens to that every single game. What do you reckon your song would be if you had to listen to a song now before a game?
1: Um, please don't stop the music please don't stop the music
0: <laughs> nice mine would, mine would be uh, that video of Cole Palmer singing um, the Battle of the <laughs> but just that <laughs> but just that clip repeated several loop. times yeah
1: on a loop what are you listening to mate flash his phone up. <laughs> <out. laughs>
0: And the other, the other guy, the guy who I found out the other day, we were speaking about this in chat. The guy I found out the other day, who everyone thinks is a Jamaican but isn't Jamaican, his sister was going out with a Jamaican guy, so he just adapted the accent. What's oh his name? God, yeah. The white guy with the long, with the really long yeah. curly hair. Him. Um, so I'd listen to Cole Palmer, that guy, and then I reckon I would listen to derude Samstorm. <laughs> 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 Bombhead. <laughs> um. Right, so anyway, he goes to he goes to Monaco, he's listening to that on his way in there. Um and he he this is where he comes this is where it comes alive and this is where shit gets a bit weird. So Real Madrid have gone, You're not good enough for us. So then he's he actually prior to leaving actually he had quite a public spat with Vincente del Bosque. So Del Bosque tried to bring him on as a third sub in a game and he went, nah, that's not happening. And they had quite a public spat. It was on the bench, everyone could see it, but it all got forgiven. But at the time he said it was a, like He basically said it was something disgusting the way he did it. It was a word of that ilk. So while Monaco, if you don't know, at this point, they get themselves to the Champions League final, which is great. However, the thing that's crazy about all of this is on Morientes' route to the Champions League final, he, um, he faces an old foe. Go on. Real Madrid. What? (laughs) <laughs> that was what what I never knew that I never knew that <laughs> he faces his old he faces his old club Real Madrid on the route to the final now Dono I don't know about you but this to me stinks of you know when you used to buy players on loan on the old FIFAs or the old football managers and you mm. could have the clause of whether they could or couldn't play against their parent club you'd always tick can't play against their parent club wouldn't you
1: yeah so this is what I, I, there must be I don't know if it works in European competition because it's the, the same thing happened with um, Coutinho for Bayern Munich, didn't it? They played against Barcelona in the Champions League quarterfinals, Semis. I think it was semifinals, and they and he, I think he scored twice.
0: Yeah. he did. Why the fuck
1: would you not? It, 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 it must be. I have to. We'll have to look it up. But there must be. There must be a rule where it doesn't apply for European competition because why would you not put that clause in? Yeah, stupid in it. Morata did it as well, didn't he? For
0: Juve, he was on loan yeah. there from Madrid. Idiots and scored against them. Yeah, idiots. Um, yeah, so it obviously is allowed. We don't. I don't think we need to look up. It's obviously allowed because otherwise those things wouldn't have happened, would they? You Jesus, sorry, that so. was a, sorry. I got a bit aggressive <laughs> then. Those things wouldn't have happened, would they? Fucking idiot. Um, so anyway, what I what I love is so Morientes plays against them. Monaco go through five all on aggregate Moriente scores home and away scores against Real Madrid in Monaco and Shh. in Madrid and yeah and and celebrates it's not like uh, Richarlison at the weekend rather than doing his little pigeon dance where he's like oh I'm sorry everyone I'm sorry <laughs> Morientes is thinking fuck you lot yes um and he's out he's out of there he is out of there um Score. He actually ends up Champions League top goal scorer as well, which is a kick in the bollocks as well for Real Madrid even more because Real Madrid are a club. I feel like in any Real Madrid more than any club in the world plays European cups ahead of any. Obviously they are. They've won it what fourteen times. But I feel like Real Madrid, they, they would rather win the Champions League than La Liga, as I think probably most teams would anyway. But their got their focus is like, is being the kings of Europe. So that would be gutting to know that the king, the actual king of Europe. He's playing for a different team, and he scored nine and twelve. <laughs> and his top goal scorer, and he's actually your player, but not playing for you. And he scored against you twice. If I speak, so um, that's that's his time at Monaco. Goes back, and he goes, "Hey, hey, lads, remember me? <laughs> your boy <laughs> Fernando. <laughs> um, I'm back." And he, they probably think like they're only think. Oh, I think he in his head he must go back and be like, right, I've just netted nine in the Champions League. Yeah. Like, can't you see that I'm going to be useful for you? Whereas Perez Perez goes no 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 no, uh, gets that cash book straight out, buys Michael Owen. But, right, brilliant. So I've got Raúl, um, I've got Raúl, Ronaldo in front of me. Now I've also got Michael Owen in front of me as well. Brilliant. Would you rather a man
1: who's just scored? what was it, 13 Champions League goals, or a man who's... Nine, sorry. Or a man who's not afraid to throw an apple in a
0: bin. (laughs) I know what I'd rather have. I think the pure courage of him to actually throw an apple in a bin is just a sign of what a character he is, so I reckon Michael Owen. Great laugh in the changing room as well. Great laugh in the changing room. What would you rather do, right? Would you rather talk to Michael Owen about films that he's seen, and him tell you that he hasn't ever watched any films <laughs> or anything else on planet Earth.
1: Literally anything else on planet so,
0: Earth. Um, so, yeah, he's come back and he's giving it all, hey, it's me, uh, And it was him, but you are out of here. So cheers, Fernando, but you're off. Um, he actually stays for half of the season he stays until January scores a grand total of zero goals in 13 in the league but of course he gets a couple in the Champions League the little flirt Um, then he is off to um, someone who arguably arguably would argue they are the biggest club in Premier League history despite the fact they've won it once in 30 years (laughs) the same amount of times as Blackburn and Leicester Liverpool let's not not forget football started in 1992 good point yep Called it. Um, where he... This is where we remember Morientes, isn't it? I remember Mori... This is this is like the... This is like what now would be deemed as a bit of a banter for Liverpool. Reebok shirts, Morientes up front. Scores yeah. eight goals... <laughs> scores eight goals... Well, in fact, no. Scores 12 goals in 60 games for Liverpool. That's not great, is it?
1: No, it's, it's actually very bad. Um, but he does score a very nice goal. His first goal. Yeah.
0: Is a good goal. We'll talk about it a little a little bit more later on, but it is a good goal, but let's let's discuss that later on. I think that this this is the this is the Gerards beat bullying, live strong wristband era as well, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> this, yeah. But Liverpool at this point are not the side they not the side they are now. And he he goes off a couple of years. I Rafa's brought him over and he's gone Look, Fernando, it's not working. So then he sends him back to arguably <laughs> Valencia. So he just sends him to Valencia, where he starts off on fire. Starts off on fire at Valencia. Twelve in twenty-four in his in his first season. Good. He's also joined there by he's also joined there by uh, another Spanish striker, an up-and-coming Spanish striker known as David Villa. Known as, or his name is David Villa. Who who's that? Sorry,
1: I don't think I've ever heard of him.
0: Sorry, let me, sorry. Let me put it into English accent. David Villa. Oh yeah, oh good player him. Yeah, David Villa, yeah quality player. Um, who, by the way, David David v, David Villa David Villa needs his Ed needs a wobble. By the way, have you seen that video of him that was doing the rounds recently where he's picking one striker or another? He picked Torres over like everyone. Like Suarez was on that list, and he was like, Griezmann. He picked he picked Torres over Griezmann. I'm never taking Torres over Griezmann. Sorry. He probably feels sorry
1: for Torres because Torres has to be his understudy for like six years for the Spanish national
0: team yeah true um but he but that Valencia side this Valencia side to me is this is when I like properly started liking FIFA I had a career mode with Valencia Zigic Zigic up front Zigic and Villa up front I actually think I sold Morientes David Silva in behind Mata coming through as a youngster mm. um uh but Ruben Barajas in midfield uh Ayala at the back unreal um but it is time of valencia so basically sorry it starts off quite it starts his first season starts off relatively successful 12 and 24 in the league internationally or in europe gets 7 in 10 classic fernando Morientes scoring more in europe or score it being more um, more um proficient in europe than he is in the league then he sort of starts to get injuries he starts to get a bit old he also starts to get phased out by players like david silva by players like juan mata um who sort of come in and take his place and then he makes his final trot across to Marseille which I feel like is just like a going to Marseille is like quite a um, it's it, it's something that either happens at a good point in your career for someone on the up or a later point on your career someone on the way down and it can work mm. like Bamiyang is proof that it can work now because he's scoring shit loads out there but here it just doesn't work does it
1: nah not at all Flastic, he tries to, nice. yeah, he tries to relive the glory days under
0: these nuts, Didier Deschamps, um, <laughs> but it doesn't quite work for him. No, it doesn't. Um, and also, just just one random thing of note that I feel like is a bit of information: Kike Sanchez Flores is his manager at Valencia. Kike Sanchez Flores, you need to send across a skincare routine, man. He looks. <laughs> Kike Sanchez Flores looks. Unbelievable for his age, by the way. How is he old enough to have managed Fernando Morientes? I'm, go- I'm just googling how old he is now. He's 59. Mate, Kike send it across, man. He's gorgeous as well. Kike Sanchez-Flores is a gorgeous man. Oh, wow. He's the severe manager. I did not know that.
1: Bollocks. Constantly linked with clubs in England. Ever since yeah. he's been at what, he, was, a, he a, was at Watford. But now he's been And he went and to Watford and
0: came back, didn't he? Mate. Kike send it across, son. He is uh, he's also grown old very graciously. He's still super handsome despite the fact he's fifty-nine. That is blown my mind. Um Yeah, that's madness. Um anyway, that's his career. <laughs> sorry, that's sorry, I just got <laughs> distracted by Kike Sanchez Flores. Um, so that's his career we're going to go through and ask the question shortly but we're going to start by discussing um, his top three kits so um, what I think we've decided to do unintentionally intentionally is we don't want to we don't want the same team more than once do we? Yeah. No, no unless no, someone's yeah, played no. unless we Pointless. did one on like Jamie Carragher or something where we don't we can only pick <laughs> like the one or Gary Neville but I don't feel we want the same team so we're going to we're going to go through our top 3 kits, all right? So, in th- do you want to do you want to start us off in your third place one or not? Um
1: yeah, so the third place kit is the Valencia 2006 2007 away shirt. It's a it's a black Nike number with uh, orange accents, very very nice. Um doesn't miss. No. It's it's a quite a basic design, but the orange accents on the Nike tick and on uh, under the armpits very nice. Um, to be honest with you, all three of the shirts from that season for Valencia are unbelievable. Um, then in second we got the Zaragoza '95 '96 home kit. oh <laughs> daddy, that is a kit. <laughs> so again, it's kind of basic. It's white Adidas. Well, the Adidas logo is just the the text Adidas, unreal, with the three stripes on the on the white collar, and then the red. Zaragoza badge this is what I love about the Zaragoza kits they're white with blue accents and then they've got a red badge so it stands out on the kit with the rampant line across the red the red background oh beautiful kit and then in number one the 1999 to 2000 Real Madrid third kit Uchi Mummy what a <laughs> kit it's the kit from the Champions League final uh, The final which he scores a header at the back post uh, In the 3-0 win over Valencia Black Adidas Collar With gold accents So gold Adidas stripes on the sleeves Tekka sponsor Absolutely Unbelievable We could have easily had any of those Tekka kits in there um, The away shirt as well oh, I just want to mention that one absolutely outstanding baby blue with a dark blue um collar oof
0: yeah Sorry, excited, there. Stunners. yeah they are he wore so many nice kits but i think those are the three we had to go for there's a 97 98 real madrid third shirt by kelme which is absolute madness and i just can't find pictures of it but it's so nice um i can't find pictures of him in it but that is an absolute stunner as well but i'd agree so we've gone, like I said, number three, the Valencia 06 07 away. Zaragoza 95 96 home. And Real Madrid 99 third kit. Absolute stunner. Right. Now his top three goals. Now, at the Mate How Good Was HQ, we had to have a conversation about this, right? Because there's some, because there's, <laughs> there's, there was some terrible, there's a terrible opinion on this, right? And we're actually going to, obviously, we'll, we'll upload it. We'll clip this and we'll upload the goals as well. But we actually had to swap the order around the other way. So we, we initial the initial agreement was the one that we've put third is first and first is third. Second stayed the same. But come on man. Like when you see the goals you'll 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 understand. So in third place for Fernando Moriente's top three goals, we're gonna go for his uh, first Champions League goal for Liverpool, or it might have been Europa League goal for Liverpool. Uh in third, so the goal against um Anderlecht for Liverpool is his first goal for the club. It does pretty well. Ball comes across over on the right hand side and he hits a pretty hard volley that goes across the keeper. Good goal. Nothing to sit, nothing to sing home about, in my opinion. Agreed. The, s- the second goal, it finds out those Andelects are like, hold on a second. <laughs> it's fucking Morientes again. <laughs> but obviously, four years previous. So his second one is uh, his goal for Real Madrid, again against Andelect. Shock in Europe. Um, where he does, he does the little. He the ball comes in from the the ball comes in from the right side. He takes the touch. He does the chop. The defender starts hearing that <laughs> music in his head as he goes for the slide tackle because he's sent in. He's sent him back to Belgium with a wee spear in hand and some overpriced chips. And he's gone, see you later, son, you're out of there. Slotted it in, and it is a class goal. This is what we mean when we say silk. Dono, you look like Quagmire when you do that head movement. And, Adios, amigos. And the last one is Real Madrid versus Valencia, 98-99. Ball, again, in oh. for the right-hand side. Little touch, sort of um, not as much as a bicycle kick, but uh, a vertical kick. What would you? Mm. A horizontal kick, what would you call that? Uh, a flat volley. A flat volley, a lovely, beautiful little flat volley. So I'm gonna no, go Horizon through that. Again. Volley. I'm gonna go through that again because I feel like I've talked over some of the bits stupidly. Number f- third in third position is goal against Liverpool. His goal <laughs> <laughs> In third, his goal for Liverpool against Anderlecht, where he hits a volley from the right hand side, which is like nothing special. Good goal, nothing to sing about. His goal against Anderlecht in number two, where he sends the defender for a. And some Belgian beer and some chips. When he cuts in, he chops. It's in the corner. See you later. Ball in from the right-hand side, which is a common theme because his number one goal is the goal against Viera where the ball comes in from the right-hand side. Again, he takes a lovely little touch. He hits a flat volley, as we're calling it. (laughs) BTEC bicycle kick into the corner. Lovely. He also scores a class goal against Chelsea for Monaco, but we've gone past that. So, bash. Fernando Morientes. We're here, baby. Right. Now the important questions. Donno, over or underrated? Oh.
1: I'm going to say underrated. At the start of it, at, uh, sorry, not the start of it, at, like when I was well, let me start this again. Prior to doing my research on him, I would have said massively overrated, mainly because of his move to Liverpool and what I knew about him prior to doing the podcast. Um I just remember him being quite like a big name when he moved. Um, obviously, won, won, won three Champions Leagues with with um, Real Madrid comes over to Liverpool and just doesn't hit the heights. He he has he has like flutters of of of, of like goal scoring, but it's just not he's just not good enough. Um, so, but looking back on it, he does play important roles in Real Madrid winning things. So for that alone, my memory of like my knowledge of him is only of Liverpool so I think English perception of Fernando Morientes would be that he's he was crap because he he performed so badly for Liverpool but if you look at all the other places he played probably maybe bar Marseille which is at the end of his career he was outstanding so um yeah I'm gonna say overrated underrated
0: Agree fully. I was actually thinking about the actual timing. I actually looked at the time, but he was he was what, twenty-nine when he went to Liverpool. And that is such a sign of that 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 signing a twenty nine year old striker from Real Madrid is a sign of like isn't <clears throat> it's, it's, it's it works one in ten. Like it doesn't it doesn't work that often, so <clears throat> I agree with you fully in the sense of he's underrated. Um, because he was so he was he was quality for Real Madrid, quality for Valencia, quality for Zaragoza before all of this happened. And he probably went at the wrong time in his career. If he went from Zaragoza to England and was shit, then it might you might say it slightly differently, but I think he's underrated. Um right, let's say how much do you think he's gonna cost? Let's say in his peak. So that is either I would say his peak is when he's just had that great so he's 27, he's just had that great season at Real Madrid. He's won the Champions League and he scored eighteen goals. Where's he going from there?
1: It's twenty-seven.
0: Twenty-seven.
1: Um, current day, just won the Champions League. They've decided we just bought. They've just bought Mbappe. They need to move Morientez out. Uh, oh, Chelsea. <laughs> How much? Chelsea and I feel they'll massively overpay for him. So I'm going to say. He's 27. They'll put him on an eight-year contract. They're going to pay 90 million
0: for him. Yeah. I was, I, I think they would probably pay about 70, but I agree. I, it has Chelsea written all over it. And then what he'll do is when he'll come up for his first game, we'll get serenaded by the fans. They'll this song and goes, oh, Chelsea, <laughs> Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea! <laughs> Didn't get me out um, of time. Thanks. Um, Right, the fake king of the Champions League, Fernando Morientes, we love you. Um, so let's ask some questions about you. So question number one, are you ready for this, Dono? Yeah, hit me. I've ge- by the way, I've genuinely written, I've genuinely written on my questions list the actual questions and answers for one to four. For question five, I've genuinely written make up some shit. <laughs> 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 and I forgot that I didn't mm. write anything. I forgot that I didn't write anything yesterday when I was doing prep. Fuck God. sake. Um. True. Right. Question. <laughs> yeah. True. The question number one. Fernando Morientes once appeared on Spain's version of The Mass Sinner. True or false? True. Yeah. True. Wow. Is, true. is it? He, yeah. He was. Yeah. What he are you saying? Three oh, do you know. Sandstorm. Yeah. <laughs> He's in the Champions League. Anthem. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> um, question number two out of two of my favourite ever players um, arguably my favourite ever player who did he play more with Fernando Redondo or Guti Redondo he no. played with Fernando Redondo 109 times I have to take first yeah. answer do and he played with Guti 132 times so it was Guti yeah yeah okay um, Question number three Morientes played with one of Arsenal's management duo so Arteta and Edu which one was it? Arteta
1: where? and Albacete
0: no he played he played with Edu
1: he played with
0: with Edu he played with Edu at Valencia (laughs) Uh. Um, alright True or false? He once shared a pitch with a Premier League legend and a Streets Will Never Forget player, Adel Tarat. Shared a pitch? Yeah, as in played with him. Oh, true. False. He actually shared the pitch with another Premier League legend and Streets Will Never Forget player, Hattin Ben Arthur, while he was at Marseille. Oof. Nice. So that's why... Gotcha! And was that the makeup shit? No, that wasn't the makeup shit. This is right. This is where you're gonna hear me. Oh, again! <laughs> this is where you're gonna hear it happen. And question number five: Fernando Morientes, um tried to strike up a deal where he moved to West Ham uh, at some point in his career because he thought the name Morientevez would sound really good together, and he wanted to make his own clothing brand with the Argentinian bulldog. True. Yeah. True. Well done right that's us Great. if you haven't already please follow us on socials please like subscribe five stars uh, it means a lot to us that you've got to this point I can't believe you've got to this point 57 minutes in um, the socials are at MateHGW I've already said that Instagram Tocky, we are there and we love you so much so it is a bye from me
1: and a bye from me
0: love you bye daddy that is a kid.